Talk and Chop with Billy D on Classic Rock 96.5. Today I'm talking with a musician that I've been following since the early 90s. He was part of the original lineup of No Use for a Name, part of the best cover bands in the world, Me First and the Gimme Gimmies. Oh yeah, and he's been playing with a little band called the Foo Fighters for the last 20 years. Talking Shop Today with Chris Shifflett. Hey, hey, hey. Chris. Yes, sir. How you doing, my man? It's good to talk to you. It's good to talk to anybody. Not in the immediate vicinity these days, right? <laughs> right. I know. There were some funny moments during the initial lockdown where, like, if anybody came by, like our, you know, if our gardener came by, we'd like, my wife and I would run into the yard with our coffee cups. Hey, bro. What's <laughs> up? Yeah, I've taken to talking to all the delivery guys through my ring camera at this point just to make friends, you know? Totally. Well, how you staying sane out there in Cali right now? Yeah, things are good. I mean, well, I mean, things aren't good from a pandemic, uh, you know, viewpoint, but it's, it's obviously it's things are kind of nutty again. And, and, um, and we're kind of back into a partial lockdown, I guess. But other than that, you know, family's good. Band is good. That's good to hear, man. Now, you're a guy that likes to stay busy, obviously. I mean, at one point you were doing, what, three bands at the same time with the Foo Fighters and... Me first and the Gimme Gimmies. Now you got this brand new record. You got your podcast you're working on. I know. Are you a workaholic? Is this just something you do to fill time? I, you know, I don't know. It's funny. There was a point early on in the in the lockdown where, like, in, in the immediate phase of things, you know, like Foo Fighters kind of just put everything on hold, you know, just like everybody else. And my kids were like doing remote school, and and um, and so all of a sudden I was just like at home and. Uh, and so I started like doing tons of podcast interviews and, and trying to stay busy and, and um, writing songs and just do whatever, you know, demoing little ideas and stuff in my studio. And I, I kind of had a moment when, once we hit summer of like, what am I doing? This <laughs> 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 is like the only chance I've ever had to just relax for a minute. Like I got to take advantage of it, go surf with my kids, you know? Yeah. And luckily the record was already done before all this stuff hit, right? The record was done before all this. We finished the record like in January or something. We were kind of in the, in the early prep to go hit the road. We were supposed to start touring in April. So we were like, we were ready to go, put the record out, hit the road, do the whole thing. So the way we handled it initially was just to completely shut down for like, you know, five or six months or however long it was. And then there was a certain point where like, you know, I mean, obviously you're dealing with an unknown quantity in like in COVID and not knowing when things were going to get resolved and when touring was going to come back online. And for a rock and roll band, you really, it's like, it's really hard to put out a record without being able to go tour it. So we were just sort of like waiting and waiting and things kept getting pushed further and further back. And finally, Dave was just like, no, we need to put that shit on this anymore. And um, and so we started kind of ramping up to do that. Well, I love what you did on uh, YouTube. Looks like you guys got together from a safe distance, of course, and went through kind of a band retrospective, looking at old photos, yeah. giving each other the business. How was that get together? You know, this year was our 25th anniversary of the Foo Fighters being a band. And so we had a, you know, a lot of touring and, and things sort of planned for that. And so that, that was sort of tied into that. But it, it is a funny thing when you, because you don't really sit around like looking at old photos like that, you know, just running through the years chronologically. Right. I tell you, my, my takeaway was, damn, I had some dumb haircuts and stupid <laughs> clothing. Well, <laughs> you never realize it in real time. That's the problem. You're never like, 
I'm going to look totally like 2001 if I put this on, you know? And then you look back and you're like, oh, man, what was I thinking? I think it gets even worse when you have kids because my kid, mm-hmm. who's only five, has called me out so many times like, Dad, why are you wearing that? I'm like, well, it was cool 15 years ago, but not so much these days. Oh, my God. I'll tell you something funny. So my cousin um, makes these, uh, these like, cool bucket hats, you know? And I, I love a bucket hat. And I ordered one from him and, and got it. And it has this, like, kind of floral print on it. And I put it on. And my wife was like, what are you doing? Like that, no, don't wear that outside of the house. I was like, what? No, it's totally like stone roses. And, you know, what I was thinking in my mind. And she was kind of giving me a hard time. And I was about to walk uh, down to the, the little village by where we live with, with my youngest son, who's 12. And I turned to him and I go, I go, hey, man, do you, do you think this looks good? Oh, and he like real, like sincerely, like kind of pauses and goes, I think it would look good on a younger person. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he wasn't trying to bust my balls or anything. He was like, he's really trying to let me down easy. But it was the funniest thing he's ever said to me. That's hilarious, man. (laughs) (laughs) What about the, uh, the homeschooling? Have you learned anything yourself while going through that process? I've learned that I'm wildly out of my depth with all of my children's studies because I was an awful student and basically just didn't go to school past about seventh grade and then dropped out. Um, So they're all smarter than me and much more advanced than I ever got to. So I don't help with homework or anything. I just kind of try to like, you know, hey, can you stop watching TikTok and get back in class? You know, can you get out of bed and put real clothes on and get in class, please? You know, that's that. That's my role that I've found. The cheerleader, right? Yeah. Oh, the new album is Medicine at Midnight, going to be due out in February. And really cool that you guys actually premiered the new single on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, that was insane. I mean, you know, we didn't find out about that until like that week. I got a call from our manager on like Wednesday or something. It was late in the week, you know, and, and he was like, uh, uh, hey, uh, uh, we're flying to New York tomorrow and uh, playing Saturday Night Live. Like, what? Excuse me? <laughs> um, which was, you know, it was wild, man. Like, we've all been, because we've been, like, rehearsing and, and, and doing some stuff um, just at, at our studio for the past couple of months. But uh, but that was like, you know, it felt like it had been a really long time since I'd gotten on a plane. And right. to be in a different city, you know. And then, obviously, with playing the show, and it was Chappelle, and that's, like, my favorite comedian in the world. and um, just the whole thing, you know, it's just, it was nuts. It's great. Well, Chris, I appreciate the time, man. The new album due out in February. Glad the family's doing good. How's your brother Scott doing? Because I know his band Face to Face has been podcasting pretty heavy, too. Yeah, yeah, no, he's good. Scott's good. I just saw him the other day. He brought me some brownies. It's very sweet. And not the kind of brownies that you think. Espresso brownies. Because we didn't have, like, we normally host a big Thanksgiving dinner at my house. And, like, all the, you know, my wife's family and my family and everybody comes. And it has been a tradition for a long time that Scott's wife, Rie, bakes these, uh, these really good espresso brownies. And since we couldn't do it this year, she made some and, and she dropped them off the other day. So, yeah, he's good. Uh, that's so cool, man. Well, thanks again for the time, Chris. All the best with the album and take care. Awesome, buddy. Take care. Talk and Chop with Billy D on Classic Rock 96.5. Five. Five.